As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Howdy, hey, and welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. And certainly, Mimi, we are very lucky to be sharing this episode this week with all of our friends out there, given all the challenges and uncertainties that we have faced this week here at our home, the Disney Assembled headquarters. Here in Texas. Yeah, it's been a rough week, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. It's been very cold <laughs> and slow. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who are returning listeners to the show, we thank you very much for sticking with us. If you're a new listener to the show, what you may not know is, like I just finished saying, uh, we currently live in Texas and we've just been through a week of significant winter storm challenges here. I know we posted a few things or I posted a few things on Instagram giving people updates because uh, we do live in the Houston area. And yeah, we had to deal with power outages and freezing temperatures in the home. Right, We were really yes. bundled up in the house for a while and, and well, that was not lack of fun. waters. I'll never take a shower for granted again. It was really nice. We still don't have available water. Like we have running water, but yeah. it's like boil water. We should know tomorrow whether we have to continue to boil the water. But yes. yeah, but we are... We're better, better off, off than most. Yeah, better off than many people. We're that. very, very lucky and very thankful. And of course, thanks to everyone who reached out to us through Instagram and other ways to check on us to make sure we were okay. We really do appreciate that. It means the world to us. It's almost as if we did something really to really aggravate Elsa because there's it was an Elsa level ice winter. What was crazy Armageddon to me was that storm. like. It didn't even snow that much. No, but it was really cold and plenty of ice. But it didn't snow that much. Yeah, and a lot of hardship. A lot of people here in the Houston area. Okay, little side story. I was walking with my friend the other day. And, okay, so there's a ton of neighborhood cats. And we love the cats. We pet the cats all the time. Mm -hmm. And we were walking. And on one of the driveways, there was, like, this block of, like, white stuff. And my friend, um, she thought it was a cat. And she started, like, calling to it. And I was like, wait, hang on a second. That's that's a block of ice. Like, it's literally melting. <laughs> and, and Time she, to get your eyes checked. And she took out her phone and she goes, and she, has, she goes on a Snapchat to, like, tell her, her friend. She's like, I thought that was a cat and I was about to go pet it. <laughs> it was <laughs> so funny. It's she, always she, interesting. You shouldn't have stopped there. her. She should have gone all the way up to that block of ice and started petting it and said, man, this cat is really cold. But what I love about this story is like, it's not the first time something like this has happened. Like one time she saw a trash, a trash bag and she thought it was a cat. It's very funny. Yeah, I she's love, I love her You so have much. a great friend. I know who you're talking about. She's an awesome friend. 
she's lots of fun, and we're glad that yeah. you get to hang out with her. Yeah, it did snow, cool. not cat. We don't get to see snow very much here. We saw it a lot when we lived in Virginia. Yeah. We used to see snow a lot, but certainly not since moving here. And yeah, we just weren't equipped for that. But we're good yep. now. We're, we're good now. Good. Yeah. And we want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to this episode. We hope you've enjoyed the last few episodes. We've enjoyed making them. And certainly today what we have planned should be quite fun. But before we talk about what we're going to, before we tell everyone what we're going to talk about this week, I know you have been eager to talk about WandaVision. Because it's been a couple of weeks since we've shared yeah. know, WandaVision Yeah, I don't stuff. think we talked about episode five or six. I don't remember the last part. I think we did talk about episode four. I don't remember talking about it on the show because we did the lives. But since the weather, we haven't been able to to sit down and do that. Um, But now we're going to talk about WandaVision. I don't know if we have to recap everything that's going on. We need to recap it, obviously, because everyone... What do you think is going on and and what what are your thoughts? Okay, well, I knew... Okay, spoiler... Um, but yeah, I knew I, Agnes was Agatha Harkness. I already knew that. I had predicted that. I told my friends that. They were like, who even is that? Like, That's what we learned from watching those YouTube right, conspiracy right. videos. <laughs> I was like, it's not important why I know who that is. Shh. Okay. But like, yeah. So I knew it. I called it. I was very right. Um, my question is, where are the mini moths? I don't know what those are. What are the mini moths, Billy and Tommy. Oh, I, it's like I the Maximoffs, like the Minimoffs. Oh, mini Maximoffs and Mini. Ah, now I get it. Where, That's cute. Where are the Minimoffs? I, I think. Okay, so in the comics, Billy and Tommy go in and out of existence a lot, which is something that I've seen. And so, like the theory is like maybe they're just not in existence anymore. But um, my the other theory is that Agatha ate them because <laughs> <laughs> she's like I bit a kid once. Yeah, and she kind of joked about it. Yeah, that she, like, ate them. She probably really did bite a kid once. Right, that she, like, ate them. I doubt she did. I I don't think they would do that in the MC. I don't think they're going to do that. Um, That's just not. There was, like, a blood stain in the basement, too. We don't know what that is. Uh, uh, I doubt that Um, she ate the children. I don't think Agnes or Agatha is the main villain of this series, though. I think there is a higher... Yeah, someone's someone, someone is, is controlling Agnes. Not controlling, but she's working for. She's someone. in cahoots. Yes, it's one of my favorite words. Cahoots. So since Ag- Agatha is now revealed to be Agatha, it kind of I feel like it's for me it sets in stone that the big reveal at the end is going to be Doctor Strange, um, as much as I want it to be someone else that can like expand the universe. I think it's going to be someone we already know. Yeah, I, I think there is going to be a big reveal and a big cameo from MCU. And I agree with you. I think it's probably going to be Doctor Strange. J- just because I don't think there's so much Marvel coming out. I don't think they want to reveal too much. Too much right now. Right now. Yes. So I think it's probably going to be Doctor Strange who is appears in, in right. before the last episode. Because this is it's widely, I say known, but rumored that this WandaVision series is all setting up the Doctor Strange Strange movie. movie. Yeah, because the Doctor Strange movie is supposed to take place like right after the events of WandaVision. Right. So, yeah, I I think you're probably right. I think there's, what, two two or three episodes left? No, there are at least three because it has been said 
the last three episodes are 60 minutes instead of 30 minutes. And the one episode that came out this week was only 30 minutes. Right. We're recording this on so Saturday, are, February 20th. Yes. So, so we just are, watched the one that came out yesterday. There are at least at least three more episodes, which I'm not complaining. I'm obsessed with the show. I think, I think that's all there is going to be left because this is three episodes. as soon as those episodes end, the very next week or right after that Falcon and Winter Soldier starts. Right. And so... There's I, there is a, a okay last yeah. little bit about WandaVision before we can do the the dad joke and roll into the topic. I am so relieved that Darcy is herself. Well, it's because in, Vision because Vision zapped like her. zapped right because Vision saved her, and I'm very okay with that. I think the fact that Vision can do that, I think it attests to Wanda's not innocence, but. Like, she's not evil. Like, she's not, she doesn't have evil intentions, I think. I have a different perspective on that. I, I think the fact that Vision has the ability to bring people in and out of Wanda's world that she's created is a hint that perhaps he will be able to exist outside of that world. Yeah. In other words, if all he was was a, a product of Wanda's fake belief right. life then how would someone in that make-believe life have the ability to, break to bring somebody out of that and into the reality reality so right. he has to have some kind of, of like ability physical. to go between the two worlds or he wouldn't right. even know to do that like why right. would he even know or have the instinct to zap somebody or touch them on the head and bring them out of that state of right. being, right? And that's why I think Billy so the and fact that he, are real. Well, the fact that he kind of instinctually knew he could do that sort of, to me, is a hint that he will exist outside of this Wanda right. universe when it's all said and done. Right. And I hope so, because I really like I really the character I really like the way Vision. that they've developed him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Vision's a very good character, and and yeah, so. We didn't even talk about, like, Photon and, like, Monica Rambeau, but I feel like that is in of herself, like a completely different conversation. And I think that, yeah, I think they're setting that character up for more for Captain Marvel. If she gets a movie, like a standalone, I don't think she will, but if she does, I want it to be better than Captain Marvel. Well, I think she'll be in Captain Marvel too. Right. I think there'll definitely be something to be expected. And it could be because the, in the comic book, that character was Captain Marvel for a little while. And so there could be a way to replace the current Captain Marvel with, a different Captain Marvel down the road if that's something that they want to do, but we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you want to, before we do the dad joke, do you want to, do you want me to explain what we're talking about this week? Or do you want, because this is going to be a fun episode. We really wanted to have a, a really fun episode that our listeners can look at their yeah, devices and, and of, debate with us over while we've been doing listening. a lot of, um, not like statistical, but very like, like very set up and structured topics. This this should be more of yeah, a, it's more conversational, right? And this you is can fun, you can explain it. Yeah, this is a fun topic that you can have with your friends at, at work or your friends and family. You can email us or tell us what you think. But what I thought we would do is really simple. So there are four areas of the Disney entertainment world that I think are really important: Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar, and Disney animated studios. Right mm-hmm. now, I know Disney does live action movies. We're not going to talk about those today. In each of those four areas, I think it'd be fun for you and I to have a discussion and share with our friends who are listening. The one film in each of those categories that we felt is underrated and 
the one film that we think is just really just fun. Like some films are really deep and some films are, they have a higher message. I'm talking about just fun. Like you watch it and it just makes you happy. Like it's just a, a good, fun movie to watch. Well, all Disney movies have a a message, but it's like, it's it's not like an inside out kind of thing. Right, right, right. I mean, I feel no like deeper like movie. You. Right. Oops. So, yeah. Right. So I think in today's conversation, we're going to take each of those four categories and we're going to share with everyone the film, the one film yeah. that we feel is underrated and the one that we feel is just a fun pick. Like if you're looking for something fun to watch, pick one of these. Right. Yeah. All right. So we're going to have that conversation. But before yeah. that, we need to have this week's Disney dad joke of the week. Oh, boy. Mimi. Fozzie. Mm-hmm. Duffy. Winnie the Pooh. And Baloo. Yeah. They all took an Uber to work one day. Okay. They barely fit. That's not funny. What? What? I think it's funny. Because they're all bears. Like They barely I, fit. Oh my goodness. You just wanted to talk about Muppets. I think the Muppets. We should you start watching You just wanted the, that's to gonna, bring in the Muppets. Because I started binging the original Muppets this week. Our pen is dead. The Disney pen. That's why this conversation is so laggy. The Disney assembled official. Yeah, with pen the last is click. Dead. That's the last click. All right, we have to find um, a new pen. Okay. All, All right. right. I have to go to another conference and pick up a handful of pens again. All right. Don't do that. I didn't. They, they were there for you free. Do that. The conference was very expensive. All right. So let's jump into this week's topic. And I think the best way to do this is to take it by category. Like by property, like do yeah. all the Star Wars, do all the Marvel, do all the Pixar and do all the Disney animated films. OK. All right. So let's start with Star Wars. All right. Which Star Wars film did you pick as your choice for underrated? I picked Solo Star Wars Story. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like Solo, which like to be fair, like that's I think that's a valid point. Like it wasn't the best movie, but I think it is under like criminally underrated for what it is like it gave us like i don't know it was just like a fun movie and it was kind of, not informative but it was like fun because it gave us like backstory on this character it was better than what it was people, better it, it was it was unfortunately released at a poor time yeah and which didn't lead to very good reviews and it had a bunch of problems in production that they had to fix it was better than it could have been but it wasn't the best but I still think it's underrated. Right. I think it's underrated. And that is exactly my choice for Star Wars underrated. I think Solo is a is the underrated Star Wars film. It's not the best. It could have been in my it could have been my pick for fun. Yeah. Because I remember after movie. watching the movie telling you that was just fun. It moved quickly. Right. Like it, it had action. It, to do. it had a decent little story. I enjoyed it. But I think if I had to choose between it being my fun pick and my underrated pick, I would agree with you. It also was my Star Wars underrated pick. I think it deserves a little bit more credit than it's given. Yes. What about definitely. fun pick for Star Wars? Which which film did you feel if it was on, you just kind of enjoy watching? I, okay, I said Last Jedi. And I know the sequel trilogy is not a fan favorite, um, I guess, of, of anyone, frankly. Like, it, the sequels are not very good but they're not horrible and the thing is is like i connected with last jedi i don't know why i just did i thought it was not a great movie but if it's on in wherever i'm at 
I'm gonna sit down and enjoy it. Like, okay, I guess I could say that about any of the Star Wars films, but, like, specifically this one, I don't know why. Well, I, I can understand why you would pick The Last Jedi as a fun I thought it was fun. I thought it was too long. It was too long, definitely. I think they could have taken <laughs> out an entire, that entire piece about the code breaker and... Like a solid like twenty minutes and, of that movie could just be like cut out. Yeah, all the stuff with the code breaker and going down to the gambling planet and busting those horse thingies out and that that didn't add to the film. I think if that was replaced and the movie had been shortened, I would have enjoyed it more. But yeah, it had some fun parts in it. The fights were really good. I think there are parts of that movie that were really good. My pick for the Star Wars fun is The Force Awakens, the movie that came out right before that. Mm-hmm. Now, it gets a lot of, you know, a lot of people complain that it's essentially the same as A New Hope. Because it is. Well, I just think it, it's fun. If it's on, I'll watch it. Like, I don't rewatch movies very often, but this is one that if, I, if I'm if i clicking around, I'll stop and watch it because I just think it's fun. Would I think you rather watch this movie over A New Hope? Um, We're going to lose listeners here. I don't know. I think New Hope is a better... I enjoyed A New Hope more, but I think this one was, I think the fact that they brought Star Wars back after a long break, and this was, I think, a way for them to re-energize this, the franchise with new characters. I mean, look, did it hit on all cylinders? No. Did all these characters become beloved? No, but it's Star Wars. It's supposed to just be fun. It, you know, you can't take it too seriously. People who take it too seriously, I think, are missing the point. So I don't take Star Wars all that seriously. I enjoy it. And I just think The Force Awakens was a fun movie. I, I enjoyed the pace and the introduction of some new characters. I thought that was fun. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right do, do you want you want to? Yeah, why don't you introduce the next topic? All right. So we're going to move into Marvel and we're going to start with the Marvel underrated film. What did you say? I'm going to pick Age of Ultron as my really underrated. in a, a Maximoff hype right now. <laughs> well, I think I think the introduction of WandaVision has made Age of Ultron even more important. Right. Because it's the movie that Wanda and Vision are introduced in. Right. It is the movie they you first see them, you see their origin and how they appear. So Right. Again, it's not the one Avengers movie that people rank very highly, but I thought Ultron was a really good villain. I thought James Spader as Ultron was fantastic. I thought there are parts of that movie that make like it little, better. Yeah, it's like little things in that movie that right. make it better. I mean, the little budging of right when they're playing Mjolnir, around with, the, with right. the hammer. So I think it, it could have been my fun pick, but I think it's my underrated pick. I think I don't think Age of Ultron gets as much credit as it should get in the scope of the Marvel. I universe. think like before WandaVision. Ultron was very much a take it or leave it kind of film. And it, it kind of still is. But like now that we have WandaVision and more div- like the thing is about Ultron is like the Maximoff twins and Vision were both like extremely important to the film, but they weren't given any kind of like development or very much like screen time, I guess. Or like if they did have screen time, they were like in the background. And now that we have the characters and we know them, I think it adds to the value of Ultron overall which is what makes the film better. Is it my favorite Avengers film? No, but it's not horrible. And I liked Ultron. I thought Ultron as a villain was interesting. I mean, I could go downstairs and we're done recording and watch this movie. Right. I, I, I enjoy it. And I think it's underrated. I think it deserves more love. I do thoroughly enjoy. All right, what did you pick for your 
underrated Marvel okay. movie. I picked the first Thor film. Oh, Thor, the bleached eyebrows. Yes. That's what I call Not the dark world is Thor. Dark world. Thor, dark the blonde eyebrows. is the second one. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I picked the original Thor movie and like, I know this movie is not that great and Jane is really boring, but Thor adjusting to life on Earth is just, it's funny. Like this movie is not the funniest of the Marvel movies. Obviously, like you have Ant-Man, you have Guardians and you have even Doctor Strange to a certain extent, but like. Thor, something about this movie is so charming to me. And like now you have Darcy. Like I love Darcy. I loved Darcy before WandaVision. I just like didn't talk about it because she wasn't very important. Um, but like you just something about the Thor movies in general are so charming and I love them. And especially since like Thor as a character is very just like appealing. Like he's just like like an overall like fun character, which is and like okay, everyone loves Ragnarok. We know we love Ragnarok, we don't talk about it. Dark World, I probably will not ever watch that movie again. Didn't love it. But the first Thor movie is better than I feel like people And this Loki is in it. Say. You love Loki. Yeah, but like that's not why I love this movie. And it also introduces Hawkeye, believe it or not. There's a Hawkeye scene in yeah, there where he's... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah. I, I Look, I think Thor's a little underrated. I think it's a bad rap. Right, like I'm not saying circles. it's like a great movie. Like I'm just saying it's better than I feel like I think it would have been better if they just didn't... If they hadn't bleached his eyebrows. Why did he look like that? I don't know. <laughs> the hair and the eyebrows just weren't, they should have. <clears throat> okay, but I didn't yeah. really like when they cut his hair off either. I like and the like, short hair Thor. I don't like the short hair Thor. That's because I like short hair. Okay, th- short hair Thor wouldn't be so bad if he still had both of his eyes. He doesn't have his eyes now. No, he only has one. No, he's got another one now. He's got two. I thought he only had one still. I don't know. I think he's got two. I don't know. It doesn't matter. All right. What about fun Marvel pick? Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I can go first. All right. What is your pick for just fun Marvel movie? Okay. This one was really hard. Also, the underrated one was really hard because I just generally think like all of them are really fun mm-hmm. and underrated. Not all of them. They can't all be underrated, but like there were multiple for both of the categories. And I said Guardians of the Galaxy, but the second one, volume two. Volume two. The one with the dad. With the planet, with the ego guy. Right. I still remember the main details of that movie without having to think about it. Like, I was like, Guardians. And you were like, okay, Guardians. And I was like, wait, what actually happened in that movie? All I remember is, like, they had one of the Infinity Stones. And, like, that's it. I remember the beginning of that movie and the end of the movie. Everything in between is kind of fuzzy. But the second movie, just something about it stuck with me. And it's so fun. And personally... Really enjoy it. And it's weird. And I like it. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and the original, both of them are very fun MCU they're movies. Very, they're fantastic. That's movies. actually a very good pick for fun movie. I, I went a slightly different direction for my fun pick because a lot of the Marvel movies are kind of heavy. Yeah. Right? Uh, because they're leading up to this ultimate battle at the end. Right. But I think Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's such a good movie. <laughs> was so That's fun. such a funny movie. Now, again, the end of that movie is at the snapping, right? right? Because we know at the end of that movie, there's some there's some dusting going on. You get on. stuck in the quantum but realm. But that movie was fun. I thought it, it was, was a- well-paced. It yes. had funny moments. Definitely. And I just think, I don't know, I think Ant-Man and the Wasp to me was just, it was a fun Marvel movie. It's kind of, To me, right. that's like, 
Solo is to Star Wars is Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's sort of that level of fun. Yeah. And it didn't really, you know, it, it advanced is. the MCU a little bit. And it sort of injures that quantum realm. And so it brings a little bit of that in it. And it brought, like, you know, Wasp into the Which I'm MCU. hoping to see more of. Yes, and, definitely. And the ghost villain, which I hope makes another because I, I really like that villain. I think about that villain all the time. Like, literally, like, I'll just be like, I wonder what happened to her. It's been, like, years since that movie came out, and I'm still like, I wonder what's going to happen with the ghost, with the ghost friend. Yeah, I hope like, she... that's what, like, that's what, like, Eamon called her, like, ghost friend. Right. It's like, I've always just called her ghost friend. Like, what happened to her? Yeah, I don't know. I hope we get to see her again, because I think that was a great character for the Marvel Something about that universe. movie must have stuck, because, like, I... I literally kid you not. Like, I'm like, I wonder what happened to her. Like, I'll just like think about it out of nowhere. I, I there know. were so many movies to like pick for this one. Like any of the Spider-Man movies, I think could have like. Maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe just Homecoming. But they weren't made by Disney. Those were made by Sony, I think. They're made by Disney. No. I don't know. It's hard. They advanced the plot. I'm really confused. Yeah. They're part of the whole thing. All right. The so Sony the- Spider-Man movies are like Andrew Garfield. I don't know. I think they're, I don't, it, it's very confusing. They have to clear this up. We're we're bright people when I still can't figure out all the Spider-Man <laughs> um, stuff. No idea. All right, so the next category is we're gonna go with Pixar next. We'll save Disney Animated Studios for last. So for Pixar, lots of great movies in the Pixar catalog. Yeah. But which one did you pick for your underrated Pixar film? Okay, I picked Ratatouille. And I know Ratatouille's been gaining a little bit more traction recently. Or, like, at least over the summer, I guess. Well, like, they have the ride that's opening at Epcot, right? Well, not just yeah. that. Like, on TikTok, like, there was, like, a whole, like, rise of people who were, like, Ratatouille's criminally underrated. Everyone appreciated it. And then it just kind of, like, died, you know, as it does. But, like, there was, like, a whole musical. Like, Broadway, like, picked up, like, this guy, like, wrote this song. And he was, like, I propose a Ratatouille musical for Broadway. And then, like, there was this whole thing on TikTok where people, like, choreographed, like, dances and, like, wrote other songs and, like... There's just like a whole, like basically like a whole Broadway production just like handed to Broadway. And they were like, hey, we'll take a, take y'all up on that. And then they made a musical. Like they hired actors to like participate in this virtual like Ratatouille the musical TikTok thing. It was like a whole thing. I have no idea what you're talking about, it was but like it a sounds big really cool. Deal. It was really weird. Okay, it sucked. I'm not on first TikTok. Of all, first of all, it, it was so bad. Like I tried to watch it. It was so bad. I couldn't watch it. But like. It was still like it was like a big deal. Like Broadway, like recognized this from the internet and, and ran with it. And I think that gave Ratatouille a little bit more traction. But in people that are not on TikTok, I think it's underrated. It's we should be- do TikTok with Disney Assembled. No, everyone tells a lot of people keep telling me we should do TikTok too. No, but you don't want to do TikTok. No, all right, I'll let. That's fine with me. I don't need to manage anything else. Ratatouille, it's a good pick. I think Ratatouille doesn't get as much love as it should. Yeah. I enjoy Ratatouille. My underrated Pixar movie is one that you and I have talked about a lot. And that's Brave. Yeah, definitely. I think Brave was well drawn. I think it's a great story. You know, teenage girl, mother trying to struggle to communicate appropriately. Um, Strong willed character princess. Um, I think the music in Brave is criminally underrated. I think it's very good music in Brave. A couple of pieces in there that I really enjoy listening to. It's a good story. I enjoy Brave a lot. I think you and I rate Brave relatively high 
But when you see people, and of course it's really hard because Pixar has so many really good films, but mm-hmm. Brave is usually not thought of what very highly. What I think highly. is so funny is like people love Merida, but like no one talks about Brave. Like just like people love Merida like in the parks. Like she's just like a fun character to interact with. And I see people talking about her a lot. And like I've seen like, m- like I've seen many pictures of her on the internet, which obviously makes her like a common character because like then she appears, you know? Like, no one talks about Brave. Like, it's just Merida. Like, the movie itself was pretty good, man. Yeah, it was very good. It's one of those movies that, again, I could go downstairs and watch when we're done and enjoy it. What about your fun pick for Pixar? Which one did you feel is just a fun movie, makes you feel good? I said Coco. Right. Which is pretty self-explanatory. It's got fun music. It's, you know, bright. It's colorful. It's entertaining. It's interesting. There's like a little bit of like a plot twist. Overall, solid, fun movie. Yeah, I think Coco is a fun movie, too. Again, I don't know. Some people rank it very, very high. I don't know if it would be underrated in some people's minds. But yeah, it is a fun movie. I think it's a good, solid, fun pick. I agree with you or all that stuff. It's, it's a beautifully drawn movie. Yes. It's really beautiful to look at. My pick for fun Pixar film is The Incredibles. Yeah. I, I just... Think I can always is, watch The Incredibles. I can always watch The Incredibles. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's just a fantastic story. It is, you know, essentially, well, Marvel eventually will do a Fantastic Four movie. We know that's coming. Right. Well, Pixar's already done one. The Incredibles is the best, in my opinion, Fantastic Four movie that's ever been made. It's four family members. They each have different powers. And they create a team. They come together and they create a team. And right. that's essentially what the Fantastic Four is in Marvel. And universe. it's almost like the same powers, just kind of like mixed around. Similar powers. Yeah. So like similar. Not similar like identical, powers. but like close. So I think The Incredibles. I think it's just fun I time. It's a great time watching The Incredibles every single time. At Frozone. I you know. Where's my super suit? I just I think that's just funny. Every time I see that, I just crap. That up. was my call, like my quiet call for camp one year. Like the counselors would be like Honey, where's my super suit? And we'd be like, why do you need to know? <laughs> that was like the thing. It was cool. That's cool. All right. We have one category left. This is Disney Animation Studios. And there's tons of movies to pick going all the way back to Snow White and the Seven Dwarves here. So we're really interested. We hope our listeners will chime in. We'll tell them at the end how they can get in touch with us with their picks. But what did you pick for your underrated Disney animated studios movie. Okay. I've mentioned this before. I don't think I've ever talked about it like in detail. So like if you caught it, congratulations, you're cool, I guess. I mean, you're still cool if you didn't, but anyway. If you're listening to the show, you're among the coolest people. Sure. On the planet. Yes, definitely. You're in the top 1%. All right. So my underrated Disney animation studios film is Sword in the Stone. I think it's a solid underrated pick. I really enjoy Sword in the Stone. Like, it's, is it, like, the best movie? Like, no, but it's pretty great. Like, I think it's great. I thoroughly enjoy this movie. I I just think it's great, and it's very underrated. Talk about it more. No, I think it's, it's yes. got, yeah, I think it's got great fun moments in it, and I think it doesn't get quite the appreciation to, like, it deserves. When I was younger and didn't know what time was, I used to, like, measure that movie by, like, the stages. There's, like, the first stage, and then there's the song where all the things, like, dance in, in the... In, in the, the kitchen, room, right? in the kitchen, yeah. yeah. And then he's like a squirrel. 
and then he's being chased by Mad Madam Mim, and then he's jousting where, like, Merlin is in Bermuda, and I remember that because he, like, came back, and he's like, I'm back from Bermuda, and I was like, that's not a real place. (laughs) (laughs) And then the movie ends. Yep. It's, it's like, that's fun, how he's, like, measured that movie. Like, it's a fun know. movie. It could have been a fun pick, easily a fun pick, but I think it's an underrated film. I think it's a good underrated pick. I think some people get way too critical of Sword in the Stone. They pick it apart because... No, it's old. You know, Stop doing that. Right. Yeah, it's just... It is. It's, it's underrated. I think it's good. I think it's a great movie. My underrated pick... Some of you may not agree that this is an underrated film, but I think it is underrated, and that's the animated version of 101 Dalmatians. I think it's getting a little bit more traction because the Cruella... Which is fantastic. Did you see that trailer? Yes. Emma Stone is so cool. She's so cool. I'm not a big fan of reimagined classics, but this is... I'm so excited for Cruella. Yeah. Cruella feels more like... What was the other one? A standalone film. What was the one with Angelina Jolie? Maleficent. Maleficent. This feels like Maleficent. That's probably what it's going to be like. Which I liked. One of the criticisms... I think I'm going to like Cruella. Okay. Side note. One of the criticisms I heard about the Cruella trailer was that it had too much of a Joker feel. They were trying to do more... A lot of like what um like dc did with joker like make like a kind of like darker film like um i think it's gonna be like i think it's gonna be a a great fun not violent because it's disney but like a violent like dark film and i was like leave it alone it's gonna be great emma stone is cruella the the trailer looks great it's gonna be fine leave it alone i think 101 dalmatians the animated original i think sometimes it gets overlooked because there's been so many great animated movies and it gets knocked down, knocked down a little bit on people's pecking order. But I think it's got a great villain. She's got those two bumbling idiots that yeah. try to help her. You know, the, the human characters are good. The animal characters are good. It's a good story. It's fun. And I think it's underrated. I think it's Definitely. one of those movies that I could watch over and over again. I, I just also really think enjoy like, it. The live action rendition of that film and the sequel made it like lesser than like what it used to be like before the live action like i feel like that movie was respected a bit more but like yeah i agree definitely underrated good underrated film all right last two movies are disney animated studios films that are just our fun pick just fun time good time movie why don't you go first and tell everybody yours i said lilo and stitch and just like coco this one seems kind of self-explanatory you have an alien you have hawaii you have cool music Okay, side note, Lilo and Stitch uh, uh, score, very underrated. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. Definitely underrated. The music in that in that movie is so fun. I really like it. And like, they have Cobra Bubbles. Cobra Bubbles. I love Cobra Bubbles. That dude's huge. Like a big old... His name is Bubbles. Cobra Bubbles. And then you have, like, the two, like, idiot aliens. Right, right. You know? Like, um, like just, I love Lilo and Stitch yeah. and so fun that I could go downstairs movie. and watch it right now that is a very fun movie that's a great pick for fun movie and it's a good one for I would pick I'm not surprised you would pick one at about that age because Lilo and Stitch is probably the same in the timeline of your life in the same category as my pick which is Robin Hood I think Disney's Robin Hood is just a lot of fun. It I is think fun. I keep hearing more and more about Disney's Robin Hood because I think they're making. We started this, right? We started. I, that. I think we started the thing because I just really, really like. I've always liked Disney's Robin Hood, and I think it's getting a lot of there's chatter about it again, yeah. and it's just a fun time movie. I think it's if you're looking to, to watch a Disney film, it's family friendly, and well, it's just fun. All the Disney movies are family friendly, well, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, all right. Well, listen, those were our picks for Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar, Disney Animated Studios. Underrated and just a fun pick if you're looking for something to watch out there. Mm -hmm. Why don't you share with our listeners how they can share with us their picks for underrated and fun movies. Okay, so you can send us an email, disneyassembled at gmail.com, or you can send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, all at disneyassembled. But if you want to support the show further than just giving your opinions on our episodes, there is also there is always Tee Public. Um, we have t-shirts, masks, and stickers. Just search up Disney Assembled in the little search bar over on that website. There's also Patreon. $5 a month to get exclusive Disney Reassembled content. Um, we are putting out a new episode over there soon. But yeah, there's, Patre- there's Patreon. But all this information is available on our website, DisneyAssembled.com. Yeah, go to DisneyAssembled.com. You can subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. You know, Mimi has great ideas about how you can support us. One of the best ways you can support us is share how much you love the show with your friends. And if you're listening on a podcast player that allows you to give ratings or reviews, we would love a five-star rating and a kind review. We'd love to read more reviews on the air. We haven't gotten a review in a, a few weeks. So we'd love some new reviews. So if you love the show, share your thoughts there. It'd be fantastic. We also have a YouTube channel. Check us out on YouTube, Disney Assembled. Yep. Um, we're going to be making some YouTube videos soon. We're going to get on a schedule and do a little bit more there. And of course, if you want to leave us a voicemail in the show notes, click on the link in the show notes. It'll take you to where you can leave us a voicemail message. Before we leave, we didn't do this earlier. We do want to recognize our patrons who are helping us out there. Thank you very much for your continued support. And that goes out to Brenda, Andrew, and Danny. Thank you guys very, very much. It means the world to us. You're part of our Patreon community. And yeah, there's plenty of room for more. So yep. yeah, consider that if, you, if you'd like to help. If not, no big deal. We continue to put out the free show. All right. Well, this was a lot of fun. I enjoyed this episode. This was fun. This was great. This is one of those shows where we get feedback on where people say, that was fun. You guys are great. <laughs> and you should keep doing this. Don't go away. Please don't go away. Keep making shows. We love it. All right. <laughs> thanks, guys. Hey, thanks a lot for listening. We really do appreciate it. It means the world to us. We hope you have a fantastic week. I guess maybe that'll do. Yep. All right. Hey, guys. And until next time, see, see you real soon. soon.